Welcome to the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph, We Don't Want to Wait Edition. My name is Robin, and I think tarantulas are nasty. Uh, my name is Stephanie, and unlike Marty Perkins, I keep my promises. <laughs> Ooh, sick burn. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, thanks for joining us. This is the last week of our podcast crossover between the iZombie Podcast and We Don't Want to Wait, a teen drama binge cast, and our coverage of Ali Machaka's show, Hellcats. Next week, our two podcasts will be breaking back into their original formats again, and I have all the information for that at the end of the show. Uh, so here we are. That's my formal introduction. <laughs> and uh, we're ready to uh, finish off Hellcat stuff? <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm, yeah. I'm ready. ready to, I'm ready to end it. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I, I mean, little, I've oh. enjoyed it. I'm, I'm going to miss Marty Perkins. I'm going to miss... Savannah Monroe. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna miss Alice Verdura. Vendura. Verdura. Yeah. Um, I mean, these were great characters. I'm gonna miss Dan Patch. Dan Patch. Dang it! I'm gonna miss <laughs> Dan Patch. Lewis kind of grew on me. Ah, Lewis. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> Uh, I love the I love the situation he gets in with the uh, nasty Kathy this week. That was that was a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, kind of a downer of an ending, though. We'll we'll definitely talk about that. But uh, yeah, if I was a super Hellcats fan and watching it at the time, and you know, being like one of the one million people watching, um, I probably would have been very disappointed. So one million people were watching because uh, the, CW has shows now that not even a million people watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the ratings were just a uh, steep decline. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty bad. Uh, I think uh, the one with Mario Van Peebles when he guested the Daddy episode um, that was, I think, their highest rated episode. I'm just doing this off my memory. I could be completely wrong, but. I believe that's what it was, yeah. Um, okay, we do have to do a little bit of uh, iZombie business before we uh, get uh, finish out Hell- Hellcats, so uh, let me get into that. Uh, here's your news for iZombie. Um, <laughs> that's annoying. <laughs> Screeners are here! Uh, well, here? Do, well, are they here? They're not here. Nobody sends us oh. screeners. <laughs> But the, they're they're out there. Um, I believe they're just uh, they just uh, uh, they just went out to like TCA members because I believe uh, you know the the winter TCA the winter TCAs are coming. Um, mm-hmm. The CW is going to be there January eighth, which means um, for that week's uh, show uh, on the iZombie podcast, at least I will have all sorts of new news about iZombie. I'm sure. Um, yeah, the of course you know the critics that got the screeners were very excited about it. Took photos of it and posted it on their twitters, and I was like, ah, I'm super jealous. And I'm like, um, not really, not really. I'm not. I mean, I'd like to start. Because if you the, gotta, yeah, yeah, if you get a screener, then you have to keep your mouth shut about it. Yeah, you can't you can't enjoy it with the fandom. Right. It's better to watch it live. That and it's like you know you, you get a three episode head start. On yeah. a season that starts in April, 
<laughs> so that means you'll have no new episodes now until like the end of April <laughs> rather than the beginning. But um, we do have some uh, episode titles confirmed. Um, 301, the premiere of iZombie Season 3 is going to be called Heaven Just Got a Little Bit Smoother. Hmm. What? <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that episode, that, that episode title. Somebody who is smooth died and yeah. went to heaven. Did Sade die? The smooth operator? Oh, wait, she wasn't the smooth operator. She sang about the smooth operator. I know. I was <gasps> smooth. What? I know who's smooth. Santana <gasps> featuring Rob Thomas. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so are they just, oh my God, this is going to be like the Rob Thomas funeral. <gasps> They're going to get super meta. It's, I'm calling it right now. Oh my God, that just happened right there. I, <laughs> I was like, smooth, smooth. What have I heard smooth before? Of course. All right. Well, um, yeah, I think we. I th- that's got to be a guarantee. That's got to be like a line about Rob Thomas's death, or there's going to be like a, a funeral or slash press. Co- I mean, it's got to be a big deal. Yeah. Rob Thomas is dead. The yeah. singer. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, we have three hundred two, which I already said before. It's zombie knows best. And both those episodes are going to be in the two-hour block on April 4th. And um, and then 303 is titled Eat, Pray, Live. Hmm. So uh, we know we know Zombie Knows Best is the daddy-daughter thing with Major. Eat, Pray, Live. Maybe Live is a, a, eats a nun's brain, perhaps? So, something – somebody who prays. Nun oh, or eat, a priest? Well, you know, Eat, Pray, Love. It was a, it was a book, and then Julia Roberts was in the movie, and right. it was something about how she went on like a sabbatical to like find herself or whatever. I, uh, uh, she I ate a lot of food. Uh, yeah, I, she went to like India, maybe yeah. possibly Nepal. Maybe she I had one know. of those sweet Kabbalah bracelets. <laughs> I don't know either. But, uh, yeah, what is is Liv gonna have like a crisis where she has to like go on sabbatical? Hmm. Right. I'm just thinking like, what's the brain? You know, that's what I was thinking. Maybe she she eats a nun's brain, but maybe that all happens at the same time. Is what's a, what does a nun have to do? Just pray. Pray. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I just, <laughs> Not happy with that. I don't really know what Eat, Pray, Love is, but I don't think that it's actually very uh, religious, spe- you know, a, a specific religion or... Well, isn't specific- it like get, she's getting all spiritual and getting in touch with Eastern religion, I'm assuming? Maybe it's an Eastern thing. Yeah. Maybe she eats a monk's brain. <laughs> I love I love that our the first part of our no podcast idea. is trying to figure out what Julia Roberts Eat Pray Love might be about <laughs> and try to relate it to Isaiah. <laughs> we don't we never watch the movie we never but, read the books so we don't know. Bonus episode. No. <laughs> no, that's good. Um all right, so uh the other bit of news I have, it's not really news, just the cast had their secret Santa party on Saturday and there were some fun pictures posted. Um, on the internet, and I posted some of them in our group, retweeted some of them on our Twitter, 
And uh, yeah, there's the, there was like a lot of love that was expressed from the cast for the fans and for each other through their Twitters and Instagrams. And they're wrapping season three up this week. So I'm sure there were just like a lot of goodbyes that were being exchanged. They were very, you know, very sentimental, you know, and just the fact that it's like they're wrapping now and their season doesn't even start airing for four months. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's like, you know, and it's also like. Jeez, I hope it does well in the ratings or like we may never see each other <laughs> again yeah. or work with each other again, you know? That uh, that's got to be like I don't know. I have high yeah, hopes for I just for wonder. Us. Yeah. I just wonder if all actors leave uh every just about every show mm -hmm. with the f feeling of we may not, you know. Yeah. Hopefully we'll come back. <laughs> Especially like shows that are on the bubble like this, you know? Yeah. Um, I have to say, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, I love this cast. I really hope we get a season four. And I just, just wanted to tell everybody to just keep talking up the show. We're going to be doing the rewatch. It's a good way to just keep plugging hashtag I zombie and, you know, telling people that you're rewatching I zombie and get them into the show. And, you know, they don't even have to listen to the podcast. Just get them watching the show, get them talking about it on social media. Cause that's what the CW sees, you know? Um, and yeah, just let's just make sure team Z is around for another year. Right. Yep. Keep yeah. it in the Zach Gast. Yeah. Um, okay. So we also have a little bit of feedback that I forgot to do last week. And I figured I'd do here since it's I mostly iZombie related. Um, so he, I'll read it. Um, this is from Barrett. He's never read us, written to us before. I'm stuttering. <laughs> okay. Hi, Robin and Steph. I finally heard all the episodes of your podcast. I've been listening the past several months to help me survive this long hiatus. And I enjoy your enthusiasm and uh, for and devotion to I Zombie, I decided to write in and I decided to wait until to write in until after I caught up. And I'm sorry for cramming feedback about 57 episodes into this one lengthy email. <laughs> <laughs> You've complained before that I Zombie's ratings aren't as high as the Flashes. I love both shows and don't think there is any need to pit them against each other. Although the Flash is the lead-in show for iZombie, that doesn't necessarily influence ratings because many people watch DVR recordings instead of watching live. I know people who couldn't tell you when a show they watch airs. They just set a series recording and watch new episodes and they appear in the DVR. Uh, yeah, I, uh, we went through many uh, strenuous months of like... <gasps> We just wanted this show to be renewed and be, and and just be watched, and it's hard to like. I, you know, I get a little jealous, you know. <laughs> Man, this show that airs the hour before gets like three times the ratings or more, you know. And those are like live ratings, so it doesn't have anything to do with DVR. So DVR ratings get counted afterwards. So I don't know. I might have been a little. Better, but um, I've decided this year I'm not paying any attention to that TV Grim Reaper or Cancel Bear or whatever any of that stuff, and uh, I'm just going to be pure fandom. Sound good? Yeah, it's just that well, it's just that superheroes are so popular right now. Yeah, that... but Liv is a superhero too. Yes, she is. <laughs> just a different kind. Uh, continuing on, my theory is that the CW's iZombie promos may keep the show from attracting more viewers. 
I decided to watch the series because of Robert Buckley, David Anders, Rob Thomas, Alan Machaka, and Rose McIver, but tempered my expectations based on the trailers I saw before the pilot. In my opinion, the previews too often rely on making jokes about how the brain case of the week is affecting Liv rather than highlighting the season-long big bads and character development that take this show away from a procedural format. I'm curious what you think about how these promos might affect public perception of iZombie. That's a that's that's a good opinion. I I I would have to agree with that. Um, yeah, a lot of the a lot that of the promos do look kind of goofy, <laughs> and yeah, I, I don't know. The, I guess they have to kind of focus on the gimmick a little bit to get it to kind of stick out. Like, whoa! Did, so this is that show where that girl eats brains and acts like other people, you know. I wonder what she's what how she oh man she's eating the uh, magician's brain I wonder what that's going to be like you know <laughs> I don't know maybe more focused on the gimmick than I don't know but then again yeah building up what the big bads are like Blaine like Mr. Boss like Max Rager and all them Vaughn de Clark might have been better to yeah, focus I, on I guess it does it tries to focus on the comedy Mhm and because uh, I guess you can't get you really can't get characters in in such a short time. I don't know. Yeah, I've never I'd never thought about it, but yeah, that is that's a good point. That, Anybody I talk to about this show, it, it's like the Buffy thing all over again. I zombie. You mean like a zombie? That's the star of the show. I mean, people react like Clive did in that <laughs> in that line, line with the others like zombies. Uh, it's star in the show. That sounds dumb. You know, they're used to like Walking Dead, like years and years of grim, depressing, uh, non-plot moving Walking Dead. <laughs> um, yeah, where the zombies are the threat and not yeah. the, the the lead of the show. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, now moving on to your most recent episodes, I was thrilled that you decided to recap Hellcats. Much like Hunter, I tuned into that show because of a fascination with competitive cheerleading and a familiarity with Ali Machaka and Ashley Tisdale's work on the Disney Channel. I watched every episode when the show aired and still think about it often, particularly when I see D.B. Woodside on Suits, Sharon Leal on Supergirl, and Jeff Hefner on Chicago Fire uh, slash Med. I'm glad you're bringing more attention to Hellcats, and I hope your appreciation for it continues to grow as you see more of it. That said, I do disagree with your opinions about a couple of characters. <laughs> Talking strictly about Hellcats, I understand why you would prefer Dan Patch to Lewis, but I know Matt Barr and Robbie Jones first and foremost from their work on One Tree Hill. I try not to judge oh. actors on their previous <laughs> characters. But my natural instinct is to recoil when I see Matt Barr and rejoice when I see Robbie Jones. To avoid spoilers, I won't say why. You know, there are a lot of people <laughs> on One Tree Hill. Like, I'm kind of interested. I'm kind of looking forward to One Tree Hill now. Yeah, one of these days we'll get to it. <laughs> uh, if you say subscribe to our show, we don't want to wait. We will be working through every teen show. And by the time we finish all the ones on our list, there's going to be a whole crop of new ones we're going to have to conquer, too. So, Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is going to take forever. We're going to be great grandparents by the time this is over. We are. <laughs> Actually, we'll be the worst grandparents because we'll be podcasting all the time. <laughs> I, I took your word great as to mean awesome. Never mind. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised and yet not surprised that Matt Barr and Robbie Jones were on One Tree Hill. And uh, yeah, we've used those actors' real names so little on this uh, podcast that I had to remember who was who. But Matt Barr is Dan Patch. Robbie Jones is Lewis. So um, anyway, he continues. I imagine I'm not the only person who is a fan of both One Tree Hill and iZombie. Because of the amazing Robert Buckley as a common denominator, and I felt compelled to write in and ask that you never again compare him to Dan Patch. I gasped in horror when I heard that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this must be maybe Buckley's character on One Tree Hill is – I'm I'm assuming Matt Barr's character on One Tree Hill is probably a complete uh, douche. (laughs) But I don't want to spoil myself. I can't wait to see if he has an accent. <laughs> yeah. Because what is One Tree Hill? That's like North Carolina, right? Uh, yes, it's it's Dawson country. It's in Wilmington. An actual, actual Dawson country. Yeah, yeah. Like it's... Oh, that's in- right. Yeah, the, the actual show setting is in Wilmington, whereas Dawson was filmed in Wilmington. They're both filmed okay. in Wilmington, though. Okay, we're good. We're actually getting, I mean, this is exciting. We're actually getting southern shows Yeah. now. Like, never Heart before have shows been set in the south. Like, because they think they have to, you know, yeah. have those corny fake accents. And now they're set in the south and they don't have to have accents. It's true. Little people to know you've been patch. using a corny fake accent all this time. To what? I said all this time. Uh, little of the people know that you've been using this corny fake, fake accent all this time. Yeah, I wish I could do an English accent and say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so he finishes. He says, Otherwise, it's been fun for me to revisit Hellcats by listening to your podcast. And I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts about the rest of the series. Thanks for all you've done to keep listeners entertained while we wait for iZombie Season 3. April can't come soon enough. Thanks, Barrett. Barrett, thank you. I'm so glad somebody's listening. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> sometimes I think, I wonder who is interested in Hellcats. I know, I know exactly. Like I, I mean, know that's th- that's great that he knows. Uh, you know, is interested in competitive cheerleading. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it is pretty big. Uh, you know, I had a patient at work the other day. Was a he was a coach mm-hmm. for a like a, a company like a. Um, like an independent company that had their own gym and wow yeah yeah awesome okay well are we um, ready to talk about hellcats oh i i did ask for feedback in our facebook group and marissa was nice and wrote uh just watched my first episode of hellcats tonight weird seeing a young alley as and as a cheerleader all i could think of was how much frank must enjoy the show I mean, she's so sexy. <laughs> I mean, she's just extremely sexy. <laughs> I, I do not dispute that at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let's get into our final discussion about Hellcats. Of course, okay. Hellcats will affect our lives uh, for every other show we discuss from now on. We'll be constantly referring back to at least Dan Patch. Um, uh-huh. Just as uh, Dawson's Creek. Yes, yes. Oh, BT Tubbs. I saw BT Manchester Dubs. by the Sea. Oh, with uh, with the lovely Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. Yes. Yeah. She's wonderful, of course. Awesome. Deserving of all the buzz that the movie's getting. Yes. The, yeah, the movie is it's wonderful. Cool. 
cool. Oh, I can't wait. I want to see it. Yeah, and it's not as, uh, you know, it seems very dour and depressing. And it is. It's, there's a lot. It's some it's some harsh stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of comedy in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard. It I heard there's, there's a bunch of comedy in it. Yeah, the, the nephew, he's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, this is gonna right be a to this, this is gonna be a long podcast. <laughs> uh, no, we're gonna run through this. All right, so we're gonna talk about Hellcats episodes twenty through twenty-two: Warped Sister, Land of a Thousand Dances, and I'm Sick, Y'all. <laughs> Best named episodes ever. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> all right, so let's start in with Savannah in Warped Sister. Um, let's see. Let me try to, uh, shake my head. Savannah is majoring in cheerleading. Yes. How, how sad is that? (laughs) Hey, that's her life. She wants it to be her life. Um, so yeah, her dad uh, rewards her for being a good kid, being a nice, solid family member and writes a check and, uh, Hey, maybe, uh, maybe cash that check as soon as you can. (laughs) Uh, wait, why, why, why did she lose her? Her uh, scholarship? Uh, well, we thought everything was cool because, well, she took a failing grade. On... Oh, that's right. She saved the Hellcats by yeah. taking a failing grade instead of being kicked out of school. But it but turns out. she failed the. Yeah, it like brought her GPA down and she lost her scholarship. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, this is one of the things about this whole storyline where I'm like. You know, like, I think the writer's room were like, oh, wait, we have to figure out a way for her to be losing her scholarship. Like, we want to make this all, like, really matter uh, towards the end of the season and make things really important uh, for for each student, each character. So her big thing is, you know, like, her father. Uh, but the thing is, it's like she's – it's all of a sudden introduced that this character, this character – has just basically been floating through her classes and not like doing really well. Like she's like a C student and this failing, failing grade brought her uh, GPA to failing. So now she's, uh, and it's, and it's funny cause it's like, she goes right into it. She's like, I budgeted all this and all I need to do is save. I just, I, I budgeted this all out. I'm going to two jobs. I'm gonna, you, you, you mom and dad, you just give me $200 a month. That's all I need. And uh, I'll I'll get by, you know. And I'm like, if you sh- if she's like a failing student, like I just don't think she's like she seems like very like anal and focused and organized. And I just can't buy that Savannah is yeah. a, a C you student. To, yeah, you if you have a scholarship, you're going to be respectful of it and respectful of this opportunity that you're given to get a good education at this awesome college. Yeah. Can you Instead imagine this saying, girl who I'm just... I'm just here for cheerleading. Yeah. That's so... I mean, I know they're trying to play it up where all the members of the Hellcats are dedi- are so dedicated to the Hellcats and mm-hmm. Hellcats comes first. But you can get a degree while you're doing <laughs> Hellcats. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know. She, she did all this to get... She did all this work to get out of the, her bubble and get into... You know, uh, Lancer University, 
and you're telling me that she's just like whatever about her schoolwork, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Come on. Uh, it's a little hard to swallow. Um, anyway, we have competing baby showers. Uh, yeah, because I was like, what is so nasty about Kathy? Like, she seems like a pretty reasonable person to me. We learned the I... origin. <laughs> Do what? And we learned the origin. Yeah, we well, we learned the origin, and she's still that's still not, <laughs> you know, quite so nasty. No. But you know, in the end, spoiler alert, uh, skipping ahead a bunch, <laughs> you know, she turns out to be pretty nasty. Yeah, <laughs> I was rooting for. Uh, I was like, I wasn't calling her nasty, Kathy, in my notes. I was just calling her Kathy. I was trying mm-hmm. to be respectful, but by the end of my yeah, notes, I was like, nasty Kathy. Yeah, oh, that's nasty. <laughs> that, oh, you couldn't be any nastier than that. <laughs> uh, and yeah, the the fact that uh, after Savannah and Kathy like make a deal, like make up for all this like old grief, which is has to do with pet tarantulas that Savannah accidentally killed because like she was nine. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have been trusted with these pets. Um, uh, she uh, she's all of a sudden s- stabs her in the back and says, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I'm still gonna try to vote for a new captain and, and uh, you know screw your sister over anyway." Yeah. So, uh, so. I love that the cops like uh, discover Savannah's dad Parker has been missing some money and whatever, and of course this big check. That went out was the biggest red flag. They thought he was going to flee the country, but they come to Cheertown to arrest him. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, Parker Monroe must be over at Cheertown. <laughs> Let's go arrest him right in the middle, of, right in front of everybody." Yeah, uh, um, maybe they were hunting him and saw his car or something. I don't know. Yeah, and okay, and this goes back to Dan Patch because what was it? His dad. Yeah. Is uh, an employee of the CD2. Yeah, he lost and, his pension. And when she goes to her dad and asks for money, uh, oh no, what it, it was bail. Savannah was asking her mother, you know, can't we afford this bail? And she was like, no, we're just, your dad's just a CD employee, but they live like in a McMansion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's Savannah for that episode. Um, let's go to Marty. Um, Julian did a background check on Rex. Uh, Rex went to jail. They Rex. Got a, Re- Rex. I, well, maybe Rex. in that accent, but uh, I call him Rex. <laughs> Good old T Rex. Uh, uh, he went to jail, uh, got clean. Got remarried, then his wife died in a car crash, lost his dog, lost his job, <laughs> lost his truck. <laughs> yeah, like where – who does Deidre – who's responsible for Deidre? Apparently that guitar sh- store owner, <laughs> I'm assuming, which I – all this time I was like – I was like, dude, that's totally Rex. It's got to be Rex. Yeah. Why is I he lying to Marty? <laughs> but I guess, yeah, she says that – uh Pops took her in, and she said that she said that. Pop, did, she, did you catch what Pops' real name was? Uh, I guess he's like a famous musician. No, no, no. What his real name is Giles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I don't know. Her, 
her uh, surrogate father. Yeah. Is Giles. Yeah. His name is Giles. Um, Deirdre, I, I don't know if she's joking or what, but she said that her therapist said she's got avoidance personality disorder, so she decided to stop seeing her therapist. <laughs> I know. Like, that was all the. She was supposed to be playing someone who was a. Afraid of people leaving her uh-huh. She was afraid of Marty leaving her And uh, disappointing her mm-hmm. But she was pl- But I kept saying What is wrong with her She's <laughs> acting weird Yeah And and maybe, maybe it was just You know we find out She knows that Rex is still alive At the end of this episode At the end of the episodes And uh, maybe it was just her conscience that was messing with her Like She didn't want to hurt Marty But she couldn't help herself Get drawn into the sisterly love I mean They jammed about a refrigerator so. breaking I mean if that's not family Oh god, oh god The song <laughs> um, uh, And yeah At the end of the episode Marty goes back to Julian And uh, gets asked in to his and spends the night, so girl, they banging. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> and uh, we have Vanessa's uh, storyline here, which uh, Emily has a sit down with her and warns her. Starts playing mind games like Red's going to cheat on you. Don't trust you. She he, he left the girl that he was cheating on to be with me. Don't trust him. Um, and uh, she starts warning him about the pay-for-play stuff. This is stuff that doesn't end up really getting resolved at all. <laughs> it just kind of hangs there, and then Vanessa gets fired at the end of the se- uh, yeah. season. I, I, I guess it, it's all involved in Vanessa losing her job at, yeah. at the very end. Emily keeps calling Vanessa sweet. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> um... Emily tries to go to Red to get some X sex and uh, that's not going to happen. So she tells Red that he's chasing a happy ending he doesn't deserve. And I love the shot. Like, I don't know why she's there, but she's out. Emily's outside the practice room as Vanessa walks by. And it's just this shot of Emily, like glaring at Vanessa's picture and her cheerleading uniform as Vanessa's walking by. <laughs> like, yep, we got it. We got it. She's mad. She's mad. <laughs> All right, so that's it for that episode. We have another Debbie Allen directed episode, Land of a Thousand Dances, and of course, it, it's got to have a big dance sequence in there, at least a dance marathon. Can yeah, you imagine? I mean, lots of dancing. <laughs> oh my god, twenty-four hours of dancing. Uh, yeah, that no. sounds impossible. <laughs> Um, I wrote down the episode starts with Lewis and Kathy having super hot sex in the workout room. And then I'm like, oh, wait, uh, (laughs) no, they're just really, really dancing hard against each other. Like really, like really suggestive. Like, yeah, she is riding on top of him. (laughs) That's not even dancing. (laughs) And that's just dry humping. Yeah, exactly. And she's, and, and, she accuses of accuses Lewis of being cocky, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm a little cocky." And she's like, "I like cocky." Kathy, you nasty. Uh, 
I love how Alice comes in. She's like, hey, you got some schmutz on your face, Lewis. Oh, hi, Kathy. <laughs> um, and uh, Morgan gets gets one last uh, chance to shine in this series by just out of nowhere, like hitting on Alice. <laughs> And we discovered that he's got a background in ballet and all sorts of other dancing. It's like, oh, okay, so he's going to be a cheerleader soon, too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, but but more importantly, Alice has a scheme. Yeah. And you think that it's for selfish mo- – that she has selfish motives. Yeah. I almost Because think be- Alice has a, has a really good art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this season, she starts out very selfish, mm-hmm. but you know, well, I, we'll talk about that later. But, but uh, she, I think Alice is the most interesting character. Yeah, totally. Like at first, this constant scheming seems annoying, but then it turns out to be the most interesting thing about the show. I think. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, we have good-hearted characters, but man, it's good to have a good villain in the midst. And and she's not a total villain either, because most of her loyalty is to Hellcats. Um, if, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, this time, yeah, I I don't know. I think she really wanted to get Lewis back, and she's very much like, I will take what I want, you know, <laughs> kind of girl. Uh, but I think by the end of it, it was all about Lewis's dad needing a car. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was, I was expecting him to be like, yeah, well, Parker Monroe stole my pension and now I don't have a car. <laughs> Whoa. It's a very small world in Nashville. <laughs> Memphis. Oh yeah. 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 Memphis. Sorry. <laughs> Which show I've been watching. I know to Vermontians. Yeah. Same. Vermont. Yeah. What is a person from Vermont called? See, now you're you're the uh I don't know, it's not racist, but <laughs> what's xenophobic but but between states? I don't <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even Vermonter. We're Vermonters. Vermonter. Okay. All the these uh Tennessee cities are like the same. Sure. We just think everybody's down there. Waving Confederate flags around that that's how close minded we are. <laughs> uh there are some. Yeah, I know. I know. Not not a lot. I know. Yeah. I'm not like that. I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh yeah. Uh, I was Oh, also wait, speaking mm. of Memphis, Tennessee mm, yes. and and everything. It was did you notice there was snow on the ground at the end of the episode? No. <laughs> yes. When uh, Lewis is giving his dad the uh, keys to the RAV4 and <laughs> Alice walks out behind him on crutches because her feet are so messed up. Yeah. Yep. She wore terrible shoes to dance for 24 oh, she hours. She did have a snow hat on. Yeah. Yeah. It was snowing. There was, was snow on the ground. Uh, it was not snowing. There was snow on the ground because it's filmed in Toronto. I mean, uh. Uh, Vancouver. Oh, well, let's see who's having a problem <laughs> fig- mixing cities up now. Well, Canadians, well, another country. send your hate mail to. <laughs> but let me tell you, if it snowed in Memphis, that would be the whole episode. Mm. It would be, oh, no, the baby uh, sister. What's the sister's name? Charlotte. 
Charlotte, oh no, Charlotte's gone into labor and it's snowy and icing uh, on the roads in Memphis and nobody can travel and that would be the entire episode because when it snows down here, it's bad. Hmm. Was it? I'm remembering wrong. Was it snowy during the back of the car episode when uh, Dan Patch and Marty were doing their stakeout? No, it may have. It may have been raining. Maybe, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, Kathy's true colors start showing in this episode because, you know, of course. Alice is part of the problem here. You know, I was about to forgive her when she's like, well, screw your dad. <laughs> because, you know, here she is. She's she's worked on this dance thing and now she's doing this marathon with Lewis. And Alice sees that, you know, her knee is giving out or whatever. And yeah. now, now she's uh, Alice is moving in on the guy that she really wants. And, uh, I don't know, like Lewis. I don't know. I I think that Lewis could have handled that a little better. Like he's immediately like, you don't get to tell me what to do. Like, but dude, you came here with her, and I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, she did say screw that. I think that was a bit of I've been dancing for five hours straight now, and uh, I'm a little tired and a little emotional because. I'm, this is going to be all for not. pain. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she ends up storming off. I hope you break something, she says. And uh, Well, what I don't understand, were they, were they be, why were they being judged if it's an endurance? It, like, was it, were they competing against the clock? Yeah. Or were they competing against each other? I think the judges were, yeah, that's true, because the judges were also awarding points. There was a point system. That's why Lewis and Alice beat the gay couple at the end, uh, and uh, because of because of the amount of points they racked up, because they were doing stunts left and right against each other. And I think the judges would award points for those stunts. So I almost think like I don't know the it, the the timing of this ep- the, of this episode seemed a little wonky when they kept on cutting back to this marathon that was still going on and I kept trying to keep track of like okay what time is it now at the marathon and now it's like the next day with with uh, Savannah and this it's like earlier that evening with Marty you know uh, but uh yeah maybe they could have done well you know I guess the marathon wouldn't have lasted the entire episode if uh, if it was just one competition so I don't know. It was funny seeing that like older couple, the old guy that kept on sticking out of the crowd. Like towards the end, he starts like going, oh, like falling over himself, like really dramatically. I'm like, all right, tone it down, buddy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> You're tired. Uh, but yeah, you sent me a screen cap. Alice's feet at the end of this were like hamburger. Oh. So that's basically what it looks, what your feet look like at the end of a shift. That's what my feet feel like because, yeah, because, oh, God, when did I work? Monday, I had recovery room, Mm -hmm. so I had blisters on my feet from wearing the shoes that usually don't cause my feet to hurt. Mm -hmm. So I changed to a different pair the next day, and I had five, oh, my gosh, I had a monster assignment, and my feet 
with every step, my feet hurt for 12 hours. It was terrible. Uh, and I was like, I can relate, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a little worried. The end of the episode, she's on crutches. Yeah. You know, and you know, yeah, the because, finale is nationals. And- yeah, because like, just like with um, Nasty Kathy's knee, like you don't need any kind of inner injury to hold you back from competition right. and like with with kathy's knee i was i was just thinking about like football players you can't let the competition know that you've got any uh vulnerability you mm-hmm. can't show any vulnerability because they will go for that they sure do in the finale holy cow but we'll get to that um uh, the Savannah situation continues on through this episode. There's the loan. She's oh, in. Savannah's mother. Every time we see her, these past few episodes, she's been drinking wine. You know, <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we all would probably be <laughs> drinking a well, little bit uh, if her the, spouse got thrown in jail. It's the stereotypical middle-aged woman. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Which I have become. <laughs> now, since it's gotten colder, I've been drinking tea. Like, if I've discovered that my wife was involved in some sort of, like, fraudulent, like, <laughs> scams with other people's money, I don't think I just, like, well, she needs to be punished and I'm not even going to try to get her bailed out. I'd be like, all right, that was pretty messed up, but I don't want her in there with, uh, you know... Yeah, but I got the feeling it was more like a, he wronged his family by uh, doing this. Yeah, oh, totally. Uh, and she she was mad at him for for um, you know for doing it. Mm-hmm. But I just wonder if she if there were problems in the marriage before, if that's why we were seeing her drink wine a lot. So when. Parker says to Savannah that uh, he's got this money. I was like really surprised because it seemed like Parker and Lane's relationship. Like I thought Lane basically had what the fellas like to say, uh, you know, his balls in her uh, purse, basically, (laughs) you know, like I thought that she was the, uh, the power player in that relationship. So I don't know. Uh, they definitely seem to have a, you know, a dysfunctional relationship. I mean, especially mm-hmm. since like throughout the beginning of the season, like it was always we have to we have to make sure mom's happy and dad's trying to make the peace, and he's just like kind of quiet in the background. <laughs> but I guess mm-hmm. you know all that time he was uh, stealing people's money as well. Mm-hmm. And she was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, like, oh, are we at the part where Wanda is like nosing in on Lewis and his dad's conversation? Or was that earlier? That may have been when the dad, yeah, Lewis's during- dad, let him know that his vehicle wasn't running. Yeah. And and then, then like Wanda nosed in on somebody else's conversation. I was like, Wanda, stop! It's none <laughs> of your business. Wanda's like, my time is running out. I have to be in all these scenes. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, we, Dan Patch returns and apologizes to Savannah and, uh, yeah, the next day after Parker's, uh, 
bailed out. He calls his calls Savannah is like, I, I'm I'm leaving, honey. I, I I hope to win your trust back again. And I was someday. like, oh my god, is he gonna commit suicide? I really, I was like, I was waiting for the gun to come up. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he throws his uh, flip phone out the out the, <laughs> out the window and drives off to a uh, slow version, slowed down version of Let's Dance, which uh, is uh, one of many like hammer on the head uh, songs uh, for this these few episodes because uh, they'll they've been dancing throughout this entire episode so let's dance and of course uh, that's also uh, at the end where uh, Julian and Marty are making up Marty finds out that Julian has a daughter okay Marty they had a, a dinner date right. and Wanda helped her dress up and put on some earrings and then at the last minute he texts, I think, and tells her that he can't make it. Right. So she goes over first thing the next morning. I mean, you just don't do that, <laughs> Marty. Don't. Well, you know. Uh, but if she didn't, she would have found out about that. Mm, so plot. Mm-hmm. Plot device. And I got to hand it to, to Julian. That's, that's, that's a good plan. You, I mean, six months seems like a little bit too long, but uh, – so, but yeah, you you should wait a while to introduce your kid to the the new girl in your life. I mean, you know, that's just girl is right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, Marty's like closer in age to the kid than she is to him, and she's awful distracting. I mean, they uh, they slow dance and make love while the kitchen burns down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. Like this whole thing Like this is the last part we see of Julian I believe And we find out that he's not quite separated from his wife But he's But he is separated from her Like I don't know He's not as separated as he said Yeah well he was He was on the phone He told her that he was talking to the insurance company Right But he really wasn't He's really talking to his wife Yeah Uh. And yeah waiting six months before he introduces his kid to a, a, a female friend, yeah, who a lot of can happen in a couple of months. I mean, mm-hmm. he may not even, you know, is he actually going to get a divorce? We'll never know. <laughs> we will never know. <laughs> uh, but uh, he sure woos Marty down from uh, her crossed arms, like calls her fascinating. She's got a quicksilver oh, mind. Oh, God. A gigantic why, heart. Why do, do you even like me? Why do you like me? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> forcing you to give me compliments. Yeah. 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 And it's funny. I thought, like, he started that whole speech out in a weird way. Like, he's like, look like at you and look at me. Like, look at you and look at me. Like, I walk down the street with you. Obviously, it looks like I'm having a midlife crisis. And maybe I am. And, you know, <laughs> Uh, but then he ends up like super complimenting her, except for the fact that he says he's a better guitar player, um, or she's slightly better than him. That's right. Yeah, because everybody can play guitar in Memphis. So I yeah, exactly. Everybody seems to even Charlotte. Charlotte played guitar for one moment there. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awful. That was like so cringeworthy. Like when I think about it, like my face just. 
I, tur- I get embarrassed <laughs> just thinking about that thing. <laughs> well, the, you know, like shows like to do this, and I do notice this a lot with like CW shows. Like they just try to get the whole gang together, even though even if it doesn't even make any sense for these people to hang out with these people. Like, why is you know why is Charlotte and Wanda at Cheertown and everybody's in? Why is Juliet and at Cheertown playing like? Bring all your guitars. We're going to hang out together. I don't know. It's weird. Um, all right. Let's do the series finale. I'm sick, y'all. And, uh, yeah, it is a sickness. It's strep throat. It is an actual sickness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was surprised. Were you down with I it? Uh, the sickness? Uh, Were you down with the sickness? Am I down with the sickness? Yeah. Like, what are you asking me? <laughs> I'm making a stupid joke. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you buy this. Uh, there was a lot of things having to do with the strep throat that mm-hmm. drove me nuts. Oh, okay. It's just, all right, go ahead. Well, just like how... Uh, like the spots in the throat or the how contagious it was or... That... Everybody was so uh, invested in the Hellcats being sick and getting quarantined <laughs> and competing yeah. and uh, and just uh, well, this is towards the end mm-hmm. where I mean she loses her job Vanessa loses her job because the Hellcats had strep throat and the <laughs> the people over nationals weren't going to let them compete until they did a test right then I know because. Like, that honestly, ridiculous. Like I felt like I felt like the way Alice did. Like how ridiculous is this? Just need to hold it together for three hours and three minutes. That's yeah, it. Nobody it's a really three-minute routine. Look, look, I work in a freaking hospital. Nobody cares if you're sick. Yeah. They just want you to show up. <laughs> I guess it's like a liability thing. You know, you're up there with a pyramid. They don't want you to have a sore throat. I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, um, but uh, yeah, we we don't even see Cheertown after uh, we have our first. Well, Frankie, I remember her name. Frankie falls is the first to fall and uh, to strep, and uh, um, and yeah, we don't see Cheertown anymore because the sick ones get quarantined to Cheertown, and uh, the rest kind of bunk in the practice room, and it's right from there that they jump on a bus to Atlanta. Hotlanta, um, which some great music cues in this episode. I love, I love that um, that Micah song. Uh, we are golden. Um, yeah, and they're you know the, you know Hellcat stepping off the bus, slow motion playing the you know the refrain from We Are Golden. I'm like, yeah, that's right. They're here, <laughs> Nationals, baby, uh, and that they kept on playing the. Uh, the Hellcats theme song uh, "Belong Here" by Ali and AJ as they were doing their practice, and that was the that was the song that they played um, for their routine, their final routine. So I was like, "It's like Prophecy Girl with Buffy. Like <laughs> Buffy's about to beat the master. What song do we play while we're heading back to the library to fight him? It's the freaking theme song, baby! <laughs> like I'm pumped, you know." Yet it's slightly cheesy. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, so uh, um, Savannah. Let's start with Savannah. Um, 
uh, at this, they have this like little get together um, after people start getting sick and they're about to go to Atlanta and Lane rips up a letter from Parker and um, oh yeah. Oh, sorry. This is like skipping around a bit, but um, uh, Savannah, uh, Charlotte's water breaks and calls Dan and screams at Dan over the phone and Savannah and her Savannah and Dan jump in the car to head back to help the sister. She's like, I can, I can be there for my sister and come right back to help the Hellcats win. Uh, positive outcomes only, Marty. <laughs> um, and then it turns out, uh, you know, her mom is super upset. Like she's losing it. And the baby is uh, going to be a preemie. And uh, Savannah has to sit and pray with her mother and, Pretty much Alice calls and this is when Lewis is missing and uh, Savannah says, I'm not leaving my sister. And uh, I love how like they – like she's on the phone with, with Alice and she's like, listen, you can you can do this cheerleading thing, but I will be here for my sister. And like she like looks over at this nurse who's sitting there at the nurse station. They just kind of <laughs> like exchange a smile. Like that's right, yeah, girl. Yeah, the nurse like – yeah, she gives her like a – a knowing nod. Yeah. <laughs> I approve. I'm approving this. I know. I was like, who's this lady? <laughs> yeah. But Savannah, okay. Just like Alice has learned to, you know, think about other people. Mm-hmm. Savannah has learned to let go of the Hellcats and, uh, be with her family. Yeah. What's important in life. Yeah. Um, Lewis. It took me a while to say Lewis. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, Lewis. Lewis, is, Lewis has a little plot line here. Kathy asks him for a second chance. Uh, he's like, sorry, you know, I'm back with Alice yeah, now. Yeah, because she said, we had sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, she ends up, uh, she ends up trapping him. It's like calls he she calls him on the phone. She shows up. He shows up at her hotel room. She's naked under her covers and holding an empty empty liquor bottle. And then, like he's he, why did he go in the bathroom? And what was the significance of the clothes being uh, in the toilet? Uh, because, but yeah, because he said, "Where are your clothes?" And she said, "They're in the bathroom." And then they show that there's something in the door yeah. of the bathroom. And what it is is she shuts the door and puts a screwdriver. Or something in in uh, something that she screwed into the yeah. the door, so he can't open oh, okay. the door at all. Like, why did she put the clothes in the toilet in the first place? Why couldn't? She, why did she waste a, a set of clothes by shoving them into the toilet? Well, I don't think they were actually in the toilet, but they, they were, were just in the bath. Oh, I, I don't know. There were she, clothes in the toilet. I don't know why. <laughs> anyway. And then she put like his clothes on and threw his phone under the bed. Yeah, yeah. I I had to kind of commend Kathy on this trap. I mean, this is a master trap, right? Here. Yeah, I, mean, and then, I thought that was, it was pretty good. And then she's just like, I don't no just no way. Yeah. you're like nobody can. Call, he can't call anybody. Nobody right? knows where he is. <laughs> this is bad. Yeah. He can't get out. Master plan, nasty Kathy. Um, <laughs> That's it, pretty nasty. It is pretty nasty, and I love, like you said, she's like, I don't just have sex, you know, and get used. I, you know. It means something to me, and you're, you're going to pay for it, basically. And what does she crank up in that hotel room but werewolf versus unicorns? <laughs> oh. 
and then puts the do not disturb sign on the door. And I love when they were trying to get when we when they're cutting back and forth. We show Lewis trying to get out of this bathroom. This bathroom, by the way, has two windows, and Lewis uh, thinks enough about uh, nasty nasty Kathy's uh, hotel room bill that he doesn't just like kick his Bust foot through the, the window. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, busts the door. He's like, he's like, I can kick this door down. She's like, No, you can't. And so he just like never tries. He just like paces back and forth. He's like, what am I going to do? He's like, I'm such a good guy. I can't do that to her. And there's two windows here. I could just completely bust them. And uh, nope, I'm going to take my time and unscrew them really quickly, really slowly. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, it's so funny. I don't know if you noticed, but the song that's playing during that scene literally is saying, let me out over and over again. <laughs> um, oh, television. <laughs> No subtlety at all. And I love the imagery that Vanessa brings up when she's trying to cover for Lewis. She's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He ate some bad fish. And last time I saw him, he's walking around like an angry cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's that's good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, with Alice, uh, Mario Van Peeble shows back up again. And Kelly, we all love Kelly. And. You know, oh, the step, step mom, the new girlfriend, new girlfriend, and uh, yeah, she's the one that figures that Alice's throat is sore. And yeah. wait, how does she figure it out? She just like you. It's, it's funny. I I actually rewound a little bit because I'm like, what is she looking at? Like she's sitting there like staring at Alice, and I'm like, did I miss something that Alice was saying that was kind of uh, shifty or whatever? Or whatever. What would make her react that way? But no, she's actually watching Alice talk the way she's like i don't know she's kind of like swallowing a little bit and oh, okay. uh, yeah she figures out that she's actually got strep too and she brought it down with her and uh and then yeah after she gets off the phone with savannah she tells vanessa and vanessa's like oh yeah that's i mean that's more important and then alice is like i'm tired of being surrounded by weaklings <laughs> Like you go, girl. Uh, yeah, because Alice, she's just gonna wheel herself to not be sick and just to get through these yep. three minutes or six minutes or whatever. So uh, after Lewis returns, we got this judge here, and he's like, "I've just been informed that somebody on this team has strep." Like they were just about to not let them go on the map because. Uh, they didn't have enough cheerleaders, but now he's now this other judge comes in and is like, Hey, I've been informed, blah blah blah. blah. And, and like, it's so weird. It's like commercial break, and then we go and we see Alice just standing there alone, watching a TV and watching Mem Chris win nationals. I was like, Oh, oh, oh what? Yeah, <laughs> and to that have was it kind of uh, anticlimactic, yeah, just to have it like, like, I understand Alice is one of the stars of the show, but that's like a huge moments and and it's on the TV. I don't know. I, I would figure well, it was like Marty was and Savannah. She was she was in like somewhere like in the conference in the um what you, what is a big place where they have big con- the convention center. What's a place where right, they have conventions? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <She was laughs> you know those convention, convention centers center watching this on television. Oh you're saying that why was it not Marty? Why was it not Marty? Why was she by herself, I guess? I don't know. It was, like, weird. Yeah, it was weird. I guess, uh, in the end, Nationals really only concerned Alice. <laughs> like, everybody else is like, eh, whatever. Uh, uh, you know, I, I so thought there's... do you I have any there's... trivia? Oh, I've got trivia. 
hold on, hold on. Yeah, I want to know. You know, is this is this the original ending? Did they oh, yeah, as far as I know, this is it. This is this is the original ending. Yeah. Um, and and just the fact that they had all the scholarships were relying on them winning nationals, right? I I thought that was like like we gotta win nationals so we can keep our scholarship, maybe. Or maybe it was just sectionals they had to win. I have no idea. Anyway, it turns out that uh, Emily reported them. She, uh, Alice immediately thought it was Kelly, but it was Emily. Nasty Emily. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she's, she, we see her next like sitting down for dinner with Dean Laverne. And uh, the, the big bads of season two are talking to each other. <laughs> and... Um, and the dean like he's like oh you know that was wrong i could turn you in for that uh are you seeing anybody right now <laughs> it's like ugh gross so um haven't talked about marty yet marty marty is kind of the thing that ends this whole thing um but uh, the we have aj Michaka back on the show as Deidre. And like we said before, she's all sorts of like apprehensive, not wanting to hang. Like Marty invites her to hang out and yet she just wants to like jam with Travis. <laughs> um, I did like the point where she's like, I don't want to, I don't want to hang out with these shallow cheerleaders. And she walks out the door and, and Lewis is like, aren't you going to go after? Oh, wait, Travis is like, aren't you going to go after her? She's like, yeah, she just walked into the showers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which I think isn't that what Marty did in the pilot? I think so. Yeah. Uh, so there's yeah, there's this aggressive behavior. You'll never be there for me. Like Savannah is there for her sister, and and after losing, uh, Marty confronts Deirdre about her behavior, and uh, she's like, "Oh, you're gonna get bored of me." And these, she's like, "I will never leave you." And there's like big hugs and. And then you're like, oh, they're sisters in real life, guys. Like, this is so cute. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's cute. It was emotional. I don't know. Yeah. As we're wrapping it up, I was like, I, I mean, it really worked. It, okay. It really worked that, uh, you know, Deidre was afraid of sh- people leaving her. Mm-hmm. And she was not going to trust her sister. And, uh, and, uh, Marty finally convinced her, I'm going to be there for you. And then, then she just, when she, you know, when, when times got tough, she left, mm-hmm. you know, Marty did not keep her promise. No, she did not. Um, but, uh, well, what did you, what, before we get into that, like, what did you think about the whole, um, at, like the gang, like, Reconvenes after like everybody's left the convention center, and they're like, Alice is like, I still want to do the routine, and Vanessa's like, Yeah, we're artists, we're we're gonna do it, you know, and uh, and then they all go out and do the routine to the Hellcats theme, (laughs) and like everybody joins in, and Vanessa has a cheerleading costume, (laughs) Vanessa gets her uniform, dusts the old cheerleading outfit off, and (laughs) (laughs) And again, that's so weird, it's like. You're older than them. You need to be the teacher. But I mean, everybody. And jumps there were on the so stage. many people on that mat; they couldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's funny. I'm like, 
uh, you know, like Dan, like all of a sudden the camera's out and he's like recording. And yeah, I loved, I don't know. I was all like, yay. You know, like Savannah walks in and she's like cartwheels down the aisle. (laughs) (laughs) And they're all like, you know, doing this. Uh, and I love how they just bring this like one angry judge and he's like, you guys shouldn't be doing an unauthorized performance. <laughs> and it, which look, kind of like leads to nothing. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> We're cheerleading. Uh, so it's kind of like a rocky ending for at least the Hellcats competition. You know, they they lost, but they're still winners. Would you have been happier to see them do like, like a sweet routine at the end and have them win nationals? I don't know. I mean, it it kind of, you it kind of expected them to win. Yeah, me too. But I guess it kind of, you know, plays on your expectations. So maybe that's what season two would have been. Season two was trying to get Vanessa's job back. For season two and, is Rocky too. And uh, I don't, know what Rocky 2 is about but are you uh, serious no. bonus episode Rocky 2 no uh, so yeah they <laughs> if you know it's winning nationals you know you gotta lose first for to for winning to to be appreciated mm. I don't know yeah yeah I, and, and I guess you know uh, again I, I definitely feeling for that 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 person that was like, I love this show. I'm going to keep watching it, you know, and I'm watching it live on TV and what this finale, you know, and just to have this ending happen and be like, Oh my gosh, no. And then it's canceled. <laughs> it's like, Oh, that mm, I felt so bad. I also felt bad for the rest of the country because, um, uh, at least in at least in the Hellcats universe, because all the cheerleaders from all the different states, because this is nationals, I'm, I'm assuming it's everybody in the country, uh-huh. every cheerleader in the country is joined in on this one final uh, cheerleading performance, and uh, they're all dancing together, and right in the middle of it all is uh, Patient Zero, Alice. <laughs> Spreading the strep to like Alice's final revenge is to just spread strep across the nation. <laughs> yeah, because you know teenagers or young people, you know, when you go to college, you get sick all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's and funny because I was getting like a sore throat just watching this this episode. I was like, do I have strep? <laughs> <laughs> my daughter, my my youngest, had a little bit of it uh, last week. Like she had. We thought it was strep, but it wasn't as serious. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, we go back to this party at Cheertown, and Savannah gives Alice the job of being captain. And I'm like, aww. Um, another plot line, which would have been interesting to explore in season two. Like, how does uh-huh. Alice manage this thing? And what's going to get Savannah back in the game? Um, and then Vanessa gets the boot from Dean and Emily. And uh, even sadder, the Hellcats like all gather together and do a toast to next year. <laughs> they oh, all God. say to next year, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's when, uh, yeah, Marty and uh, Deirdre are in Marty's room and she's packing up or something. And She's borrowing clothes. Oh, that's that's right. what sisters do. Yep. They borrow clothes. Uh, 
not my girls, at least my littlest one would love that to happen. But uh, my oldest one's like, those are my clothes. You cannot wear them. <laughs> Maybe it changes when they're older. Yeah. Um, uh, but Marty answers Deirdre's phone, I guess. And, uh-huh. And, uh, and yeah, on the other side of the phone is Rex Perkins. And I jo- could not believe who was John Popper Ferguson. <laughs> Anybody who's listening has no idea. <laughs> John Piper no. Ferguson. People know. Well, Anybody maybe not our listeners. Canadian made television show. This guy is in everything. He it's is. so funny. And, you know, our, our mutual friend Chris is a big uh, uh, person who will shout the talents of John Piper Ferguson from the rooftops. And I immediately had to message him and say, dude, we were just watching this show where the mystery of who's going to be the father all the way to the end of the season. Like, who's going to be? And you trying to guess who might be playing him or whatever. And then all of a sudden this scene comes up and I'm like. Holy crap, of course it's John Piper for instance. <laughs> Who else would it be? So I guess it's not Johnny Cash. But um anyway, if you guys don't know who John Piper Ferguson is, look up his IMDB and just see all the things that he's in and just watch them. I think the first thing that I ever saw him in was Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, me as uh it was the uh, X Files. Uh, oh wow, yeah. The episode F Emasculata. Where um, he and his uh, he and somebody else are spreading a disease across the country that is like a flesh eating disease. Pretty gross episode. And uh, Alphas was a great show. He was in that. Of course, he was in that. Mm-hmm. Briscoe County yeah. Junior. Got to give a call. Oh Shout my out god, to that. that was wonderful. He was amazing he was in that. So, yeah, he's a character actor. Yeah, he's everywhere, guys. Look him up. And he's handsome. <laughs> yes. Because you know. Yeah. Well, character actors are usually not handsome. Yeah. Well, and he can look like a big, long-haired redneck. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Marty flips out because all this time Deirdre has known that she that Rex is alive and that, uh, um, yeah, that I guess he's been avoiding her or whatever. And um, she, uh, Marty says, it's time to get back to my old life and grabs her bike. And she's, it's like the first episode of Hellcats again. She's biking off to music playing and Deirdre is heartbroken and crying as she's leaving. And, uh, this just the saddest ending. And the music again is like, this is the way you left me. No happy ending. <laughs> and like credits. <laughs> Which, oh, I got sucked in. I really did. And yeah. and uh, a bit of trivia: uh, the show was actually canceled the day this finale aired. What? <laughs> yeah. Like the That's... the article came out. Like uh, I I actually sent you that article. It was a Deadline article where it was like Nikita and One Tree Hill are renewed for another season, and Hellcats is canceled. Wow. So, yeah. Sad. Um, so, I have one last bit of trivia that's wrapping up this entire series. Okay. Which is kind of a lengthy bit of trivia, so I, I should read it. It's, uh, it's from an article from uh, Zap To It. Remember Zap To It? Maybe they're still around. I was going to say, they're not still around? I don't know. 
I tried to find the source of this article, but it was re- it was reposted in, in an IMDb forum, like verbatim. So um, here we go. Uh, the article reads: Yes, it's true, Lancer University fans. The CW has pulled the plug on Hellcats after a rating slump in the second half of the season, leaving us with a bit of a cliffhanger at the end of Tuesday's season one finale, in which Marty discovered that her long lost sister Deidre uh, has been keeping an important secret: their father is alive and in touch. A few weeks ago, Zap2 attended a press junket with the cast and Kevin Murphy, the creator of Hellcats, who let us in on a few of his season two plans. At the time, Murphy (laughs) expressed confidence in a season two pickup, telling reporters that the network and studio were supportive of extending the series. Oh, don't say that. Yep. (sighs) Uh, That sounds familiar. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) carry on, keep calm. Uh, Now that the show has been axed, Here's a bit of what you would have seen had the series lived on. Number one, the return of the love triangle. <laughs> the no. Marty, Dan, Savannah situation wasn't explored much in the second half of the season, but it certainly wasn't over. Murphy confirms they pulled back from that story with the intention of returning to it in season two. Uh, the next one is Dan in real life. Now that Dan Patch was accepted to Lancer University, he was set to have some more central storylines next season. He's always been either the boyfriend of Savannah or the friend of Marty. I really wanted to be able to give him more points of access to Alice and Lewis and Vanessa and everyone else. Which brings us to Dan as a cheerleader? We almost got there in the finale, but we had to cut it for length because it was running so long, says Murphy. We went as far as we had him... We went as far as we had him in the Hellcats uniform. We never shot it, but we'll get there. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> it's funny. The reactions on the former are like, yeah, you never, you know what? I'm, I'm actually fine with this only one being one season. <laughs> Continuing on more AJ Machaka. Murphy planned for AJ to recur. But in my heart, she's a regular, he adds. He intended to continue AJ's character into next season, despite the blow-up at the end of the episode. Uh, More concept episodes, like the zombie movie episode. We want to go back to the genre well, Murphy says. We could do aliens, maybe post-apocalyptic cheerleaders, a western. Uh, Cheerleaders in the hood, added series star Robbie Jones. (laughs) Um... Returning guest stars. In addition to AJ, Murphy mentioned that he hoped uh, to have Sierra return to the show. That was the girl that was performing. My in goodies. The marathon. My goodies. <laughs> Is that her? That's her, isn't it? I, I, that, yeah, yeah, that was her. Um, when we spoke to the pop star, she was on board for a return. Is she um, Canadian? I have no idea. I doubt it. And finally, directed by Tom Welling. During season one, executive producer Tom Welling had to dedicate most of his time to starring in the final season of Smallville and directing a few episodes. He's very fond of Hellcats, or proud of Hellcats, and was looking forward to directing episodes of season two. So, yeah, that's what would have been had we have gotten a second season. <laughs> So I don't know what they would have done with Alice or Lewis, but that was, yeah. All right. So, um, closing thoughts, Steph. Closing thoughts. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. And, and, you know, after I got over myself, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just, 
you know, the concept, you know, the the zombie movie or the uh, the the having the uh, dance contest at the barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And having the the dance contest for the truck. I mean, that's just what the show is. And if mm-hmm. you don't like it, then you're wrong because that's what the show is. <laughs> you know, like you can't fault it. You can't fault the show for being what the show is. I was excited by a lot of those routines. I was only slightly uh, miffed because, like, you would never really see, like, our yeah, main stars. Yeah, the editing, it was edited so fast. Yeah. To, give, to make it, to give it a lot of action that you couldn't see them dance. I guess, but, like, you know, the, none of the main stars would actually do any of these stunts, you know? That's about what I was thinking. I mean, I understand uh, and, yeah, you insurance pre- problems or whatever. With their head down and bringing yeah. their head up. Yeah. yeah. Like, they'd be fine. They'd be in a part – they'd be a part of a dance number, but once, like, the stunts start happening, like, some girl – like, you know – uh, Stunt Marty, Starty, would jump out. And- yeah, or a Hellcat <laughs> that you had never saw before. Yeah, exactly. Who's this girl? She's great. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was, but I did. I did look forward to like, what are they gonna? What are the? What is gonna be their big routine this episode? You know? Yeah. Um, Looking and- forward to the centerpiece. Yeah. Yeah. Performance. Characters. A- oh, good. And then they were gonna. Uh, and that you know what? Uh, how else were they going to get Vanessa to sing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, characters, I, I I did like most of the characters. Uh, de- I I agree. Alice was definitely a highlight towards the end of the season. Um, I did feel bad. Like, yeah, you know, unfortunately, Mar- uh, Savannah got kind of. Strung down with this pregnant sister and the yeah, you know, I, she seemed to deserve to perform in nationals and you know, it, I guess it's her whole storyline in season one was family, you know, choosing family. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm our main reason for doing this this series, Ali Machaka. You know, I I'm really looking forward to not only getting to season three in April, but rewatching I Zombie. And uh, you know, seeing our uh, brunette Ali Machaka, just yeah. just thinking to herself, myself, like uh, she's she was a former cheerleader that you know ran away from her life, <laughs> and when she found out that her she'd been lied to, she took off on her bike, dyed her hair brown, and <laughs> joined another college in in Seattle, and suddenly she was a lawyer there, and she had zombie friends, and changed her name to Peyton. <laughs> Charles. So I, I buy it. I buy it. Right up it's the fanfic. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to say about this before I wrap up the show? No. Goodbye, Dan Patch. Bye, Dan Patch. Look forward to being angry at you whenever we watch One Tree Hill together. <laughs> <laughs> I think by the time we get to that, I'll be like, remember this guy? Oh, yeah. Remember we liked him. Dan Patch. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, okay. So next time on iZombie Podcast. Okay. We actually have to do two next time announcements okay. right before our podcast goes separate ways. So uh, if you are subscribed to the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph, 
We're going to be doing a weekly rewatch of iZombie Seasons 1 and 2. Again, these are going to be two to three episodes at a time. Probably last about 30 minutes. We'll have some fun guests here and there. Just, you know, fans of the show. Just for, like, a lighthearted chat about, like, our favorite moments and this and that, you know. Um, if you've been thinking about getting a rewatch of the show before Season 3, join in with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, however, it's not going to be spoiler-free. So if you've never seen iZombie before, you're coming in from We Don't Want to Wait, that podcast, and want to check out iZombie, go watch it and check out our earlier episodes where we're watching it for the first time. And we're going to be – those are much more in-depth. We do recaps. We go, I, I find all the trivia in the world. The rewatch is going to be more of like a, I don't know, after-dark celebration, you know? <laughs> like, remember that time? That was awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully it'll be listenable. Um, so uh, for uh, next week on the iZombie podcast, we are going to be discussing the first two episodes of season one, Pilot and Brother, Can You Spare a Brain? Um, so that's iZombie. You looking forward to getting back in iZombie again? Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it from the beginning and see what I've forgotten. Yeah, exactly. Already. I'm pumped. <laughs> Uh, as for the few of you that are into binge watching teen dramas with us, our podcast, we don't want to wait. We'll be going back to high school with the Yay. WB show popular. Um, it's produced by Ryan Murphy, who went on to create Glee, American Horror Story and Scream Queens. Um, little tiny bit of trivia. Entertainment Weekly listed this show as in its 25 best cult TV shows from the past 25 years, calling it the proto Glee and saying that it celebrated the value of outcasts and portrayed overplayed topics like homecoming court, sex, and secrets through an absurdist lens. We <laughs> we've never Ooh. seen this. <laughs> we've never seen this show before. Uh, so I have no idea what to expect. No idea. <laughs> um, so that's going to be fun for you know popular fans and people watching it for the first time with us. Um, a little bit of bad news though; it's only available on DVD. Um, but some of the series is available on YouTube and I'm going to make sure to post the pilot to popular in the, we don't want to wait Facebook group. So, um, so you'll be able to at least check out the first episode and go, hmm, maybe I'll pick up the DVD, a used copy of the DVD, you know, for a cheap price and, uh, watch along with, uh, our, our pals, Robin and stuff. Um, <laughs> So uh, next week on We Don't Want to Wait, we're going to be watching the first two episodes of season one. Are you ready for these episode titles, Steph? Yes. I hope they're better than, than Hellcats. Go ahead. Episode one is literally called The Phantom Menace. <laughs> what? <laughs> and episode two is called Mo Menace, Mo Problems. So I think Absurdist is probably right. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, these are both written by Ryan Murphy. And uh, yeah, uh, our friend uh, Jen Wynn has sent in some trivia for me to uh, read on the podcast. Is uh, She's got both sets of the DVDs and is looking forward to uh, hearing our reaction to the show. Um, and uh, yeah, as a tease, I think I, – I, I think I'm okay with this. I'll cut this if you don't think I should have revealed this. But for those who might not want to join us for Popular, we're going to be finishing that up in May. And our next series will be My So-Called Life. Oh, my God. I know everybody is just screaming. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> so 
<laughs> Looking forward everybody, to all that. Everybody must watch my so-called life. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. And that's all available online so and for free, accessible. So, um, you know, if... It's abc.go? Uh, no, dot .com. No, no. It's not but go- isn't it like ABC Go? Oh, go. I thought you said abc.gov. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> uh, it, will, it might be in next month. So if you're like, uh, not interested in popular, but uh, I, 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 I like listening to this show, you know, it's a binge cast, you know, stay subscribed. We'll be, if you don't like one series, we'll be done with it in a few short months. So. Um, and, uh, yeah, as for our iZombie podcast listeners, looking forward to, um, hearing from you all, maybe join in on the rewatch, send in your, uh, feedback to iZombiePodcast at gmail.com. If you're watching it for the first time, or if you're watching it for your fifth time and just want to say, I love that part when, um, <laughs> we'll read it on the show. All right. And this is the part where I have no idea how to say goodbye. So, so just say goodbye. 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 Bye. <laughs>